Hello everyone, it is Video Game Fury. How is everyone doing out there? I have had one intense week. Uh, for those who follow me on Twitch, I apologize. I usually try to stream on Thursday, Friday nights, and that didn't come to pass because it is busy at work for me. Uh, I've had a lot of projects that are getting closed by the end of the year. I'm not the end of the year, the end of the month. So it's been really intense. So for those who would follow me on Twitch, which you can follow me, twitch.tv slash videogamefury79 if you choose to. Uh, but yeah, I haven't been able to stick to my schedule uh, like I used to. So I do apologize for that, for those who are following me there. But uh, we will be going live uh, this weekend, starting Halo Wars 2. Very much looking forward to that as we go on our road to get to Halo Infinite's campaign. Very much looking forward to getting to that as well. Anyway, all that plugging aside, I figured that it's 2022. There's been a lot going on already uh, this month with the whole Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard's fiasco that started out the week here. But I wanted to, uh, in all the hoopla here, never really got to actually share thoughts on... You know, where these major companies are going in 2022. And by major companies, I mean the basically the console manufacturers, the Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. And I figure what we'll probably do for the next couple of weeks is we'll break down the year of 2022 for each of these companies as we take a look at the slate that they have going, or at least we even speculate what could be going on because, you know, we tend to not know certain games that are coming out later in the year until potentially around E3, or I guess in this case, Summer Games Fest, because it looks like E3 is not on the docket. I don't know if it's true or not, so I keep hearing different stories that there is either going to be a digital event or they're not doing a digital event. I know for sure the physical one is definitely not happening. They already, ESA has already announced that, so I don't know what's going on here. Let's just presume that Summer Games Fest is going to be taking over as our new uh, place to be uh, in the month of June. So there's a lot, there'll be a lot going on. Well, let's focus on today. I want to talk about PlayStation in 2022 because obviously, again, a lot of the hoopla has been on Microsoft. They're continuing expansion and I guess you could say consolidation of the global industry well, with their purchase of Activision and then a couple of years back with Bethesda. Uh, but you kind of get to wonder what is Sony's response to all this? Um, yeah, you know, we already heard rumblings a few weeks ago about their competitor to Xbox's Game Pass that they said they have on the docket. They have a codename Project Spartacus right now, if I remember correctly. Um, what is their plan for that there? I, I My thing about them this year, if that is to come out this year, I can't imagine that they... Because for a company that has banked on their first-party games, like it's an event for them anytime they release a first-party game. Uh, the marketing machine comes out tenfold for them, and it's been their mantra, and probably one of the mainly the major reason why they won the PS4 generation because of the strong slate of first-party exclusives they had. And so, with this Game Pass competitor that they have on the on potentially on the market soon. Can they really justify doing that? Or is there, is this really more of a case just to get their backwards capability going? There's the rumors basically that they finally have a way uh, not just to get PS1 and PS2 on there, but also PS3, which is always the uh, redheaded stepchild because of how, you know, the game, the system with the cell processor, it was very hard to develop for it. It was also very hard to translate to other systems. Uh, the best way you could play it is on PlayStation Now, and everyone knows how much of an unfortunate 
garbage of a streaming service that has been for a long time. Um, so if they've got that rolling for the service here, that's going to be a strong thing. I've even heard rumors that they potentially are going to get PSP and Vita games on there, which is great for me because I never got any of those systems. And I've always, you know, it doesn't obviously get the attention of the like the consoles does, uh, but I've always heard of a strong, strong libraries coming on onto those systems. So I would be very excited to at least go back to do that. Uh, I missed a lot of those generations, even the PS3, which I do have. But I, I was a point in my life that I wasn't gaming as much, and I feel like I missed a lot. Other than like some of the big first-party games that Sony did, then I really didn't play much a lot of the PS3. So I, I would be excited to go back to that if that's going to be a key differentiator in their package. But first-party games, day and dates. Day one through the service, uh, through a subscription fee, a monthly fee. <clears throat> I can't imagine Sony doing that, considering how much their strategy has been all over the years on really selling you on the $60, $70 purchase of the game uh, to play on the system. I just don't see them doing it the way Microsoft is doing it with their first-party games. And so, is it going to be enough for them to differentiate? I, I highly doubt it. I mean, maybe not as much, but I think it's at least, at least from a backwards capability standpoint, it's definitely going to be a step above PlayStation Now, uh, which, you know, they, they really just need to kill at this point. There's, there's barely been any support of the service. Uh, it was way ahead of its time and not really uh, great performance playing on that system or on that service, I should say. So I think, it, I, re I really think this is going to be more a replacement for PlayStation Now and then combine it with PlayStation Plus and all I just feel like this it's not something they're going to do here and they're going to continue to really hold strong to that strategy that's won them so well. We'll see how it goes. I mean, even in this uh, this period of the pandemic and the chip shortages that have been going on around the world, they still have sold a crap ton of PS5s. They had been on the market when the first year came out. It was a fast-selling console uh, for a launch career that they have ever seen in their history. That's, that's pretty incredible. Think about it. Um, but I mean, beyond that, but let's talk about the games too. Uh, three big ones seem to be highlighting the year. Uh, right off the bat, in really just a few weeks now, we are going to get the sequel to one of my favorite games from the Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I already know off the bat that's going to sell a great deal. Again, chip shortage. I don't know how much they're going to be able to sell as far as new PS5s go. Back them up, albeit, of course, that it's just not going to be the superior presentation, if you will, uh, by being able to play a PS5 with the fast load times and uh, improved uh, graphic rendering. So, to each its own, the, option, the options are there for people. But I absolutely loved Horizon Zero Dawn, I thought it was a fantastic game, and really, you know, when people we're wondering how Guerrilla Games was going to pivot from Killzone to this new third-person action-adventure game and franchise. Um, there was obviously a lot of hesitancy if they could do it, and they did. 
And it's a shame that it kind of got overshadowed in 2017 by, you know, shortly after that game came out, Zelda Breath of the Wild and the Switch had come out as well. And I feel like it doesn't take away from the game. It's a fantastic game to play, but I just feel like from a awareness perspective and market perspective, it just got overshadowed by Zelda because Zelda literally came out a week or two after Zero Dawn came out. But I digress. The fact remains is they recognized it was a hit. It sold well. Sony had no problem greenlighting a sequel for this, and I'm happy to see them go bigger and better with this, as I'm sure they will. A lot of the trailers we've seen so far have really indicated that, and I just think it looks like a beautiful game that, you know, I, I tend to not pre-order games too much because you never know uh, what the hype's going to be and how it's going to present itself. I usually like to wait till after reviews come out and people play before I make the decision, but I, I feel very confident with this one that uh, it's and it's going to hit itself really good that it's the reason why I pre-ordered it and I will definitely be eagerly playing this on day one so I don't think anybody's going to question this one is going to be a big deal for them to kick off the year uh, we got Gran Turismo 7 uh, a few weeks after that I think it's coming out in March I'm sure it's going to have its fans Gran Turismo has been a mainstay in Sony since the PS1 so uh, this one's been long long in development here and I'm sure it has its fans I'm not a racing guy fan but I'm sure uh, it's going to have that level of fans there. Maybe not Forza levels. Forza has kind of taken over that crown for them now on the on the Xbox side of things uh, with the Forza Horizon games and there's rumors the next Motorsport is going to come out. Uh, but Transmo is still out there and got, has its fans pretty well. So uh, I'm not going to take away any credit from that. It's, it's still going to have a good audience to play. And you can only play it on PlayStation. So to each its own. I'm not going to play it, but I know it's got its audience. And then, of course, there's God of War Ragnarok, which uh, all indication that it potentially is a game that's going to come out this year. We don't know when, maybe later in the year. Sony tends to like tends to like to pick a couple different windows for later games. Like usually in summer, they have something going on, uh, like they do with Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, sometimes September, maybe that early fall time frame uh, is where Spider-Man came out. Maybe they'll choose that. We don't know. Um, but uh, we just don't have a date. I mean, we got a more in-depth trailer that came out of the PlayStation Showcase late last year. But, I mean, is it going to come out this year? We don't know. I mean, it's it's in these pandemic times, I think a lot of companies are just not going to promise much of anything until it gets like really close to the date. Uh, so I wouldn't surprise... It would not surprise me if shortly after Horizon and Gran Turismo make their appearance, maybe we'll hear shortly after that that it may have a date in the summer or early fall. Uh, that's kind of my take if it is going to come out in 2022, but there has been... You know, this is the, this is the company that also released a very short reveal trailer with nothing to show, just a uh, a few words, the music in the background, and then the name of the game, and said it was coming out in 2021, and it didn't happen. I don't think anybody really thought that was going to be the case, but I digress as well. But I'd be excited if that game came out this year, too. I mean, just having that with Horizon and, of course, Gran Turismo, again, not a racing fan, but I recognize its audience. That's a pretty strong, strong showing there. Like, uh, I think Sony is pretty comfortable having, like, two, three big first-party games per year, and then having these second party relationships uh, going to kind of go out and say, hey, you know, this is a time exclusive. You're only going to play it on PlayStation for now. I think Forspoken, uh, the Square Enix game is one of the ones that uh, I think it's coming out in May. 
is one of those games that kind of is that Sony first time exclusive. So you got that at least to hold you over too. I think Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out a little bit later this year too. So uh, Sony is uh, Sony's got some uh, some good things to show this year for for 2022, which is a good holdover. Uh, as we get to you know next year, we we we've seen that Spider-Man Two is going to come out potentially, maybe Wolverine Two. Although those are both being made by Insomniac, I don't think they'll you know send out their full load that quickly. Uh, they'll probably want to space it out a little bit more. Plus, we don't know how early they are in making Wolverine. But I mean, if God of War hits this year, you got Horizon, you got God of War, and you got Gran Turismo, and any other second-party games like Forspoken will uh, help weed out the middle of the year. It's looking like it's it's a good strategy for these guys again. Um, they they seem to know how to hit the schedule and know what the audience wants there. Um, and as we saw last year, having uh, Returnal and Ratchet and Clank to be their uh, the games to keep them going um, that that seemed to work them very well, and I think it's going to work very well for them this year, especially with two proven franchises that are going to have its fans want to pick up a PlayStation, whether it's a four or five, depending on the parts. We'll see. So that's my PlayStation take for 2022. I like it's going to be a good year for them. I'm very excited for Horizon, amongst anything else. And again, if God of War comes, definitely picking it up too. There, the first one was fantastic. If you haven't played it, it just came out on PC. If you'd rather just play the game on PC and have your own uh, specs to make the experience work for you, you've got that as well. Uh, it's a great time to be a PlayStation fan, uh, even in the midst of Microsoft buying everyone and seemingly consolidating the industry uh you can still count on sony doing good to its own studios and its own franchises to put something out great that says yes i need to play this on playstation let me know your thoughts love to hear your comments and uh, feedback here we can put your recording on the show and have a discussion but i would love to hear your take on playstation in 2022 until then folks this has been video game fury saying thank you for your time enjoy yourself have a great week i'll talk to you all next time